a look behind closed doors, an ear for disregarded topics, a voice for the quiet ones. Up next on Ara City Radio, Francisca explores local matters. One week left until the end of August and finally the weather as well acknowledges our right to sun and heat. Although for me as a northern seed this is already too much heat, for you guys I won't conjure bad weather now. Instead, on today's Local Matters I bring you to the Moselle. This week it's time for a last Local Matters on holiday activities in Luxembourg. Over the past weeks we have already explored the south of the country and the attractions of the city of Luxembourg. This week we explore the east coast. Well, coast doesn't refer to an ocean here, but to the Moselle River. A region full of vineyards and water and history, yes. We start the tour in the southeastern corner of Luxembourg at a symbolic place for European integration. In the European Museum in Schengen, I meet Kim Dumont, the deputy head of the European Centre. The museum has been built to commemorate the signing of the Schengen Agreements, which were signed here in Schengen on 14th of June 1985, and uh, they have led to the abolishing of border controls within Europe. The Schengen Agreement enabled free movement of people and goods in the European Economic Community. Nowadays, it is one of the pillars of the European Union. The Schengen area includes nearly all EU member states and a handful of other European countries. The Schengen Museum freezes this historical moment. Visitors get to listen to interviews of signatories and their travel delegate, to see visual explainers and copies of the historic documents. The museum, however, could be more interactive, more playful. It's a very small museum and when the exhibition was, uh, was, was made in 2010, of course we didn't really know how many people would come. So the museum wasn't really, um, yeah, it wasn't really designed to receive that, that big of a number of tourists. But also Schengen and Europe are, of course, living projects. Everything still changes a lot. There was Brexit, there was COVID, there was the refugee crisis. And all of this at the moment is not really part of the exhibition. But when the new exhibition uh, will hopefully come, then there will be a much more updated, uh, yeah, it will be much more up to date. The new exhibition is planned to be finished by 2025 for the 40th anniversary of the signing. It will be more up-to-date, more multimedia, more interactive. Kim, however, can't talk more about this project just yet. For now, Kim and his colleagues put a spotlight on the square in front of the museum. In their guided tours, visitors use the museum as a starting point and from there discover Schengen through the monuments and the landscape. Yeah, so in front of the museum we have the, the so-called Place of Stars. Uh, it's easily recognized by all the flags that are standing here. And yeah, we have 27 flags of the 27 Schengen member states. So not to be confused with the EU countries, there's a bit of a difference. For example, the Swiss flag is here, Liechtenstein, Iceland and Norway which are part of Schengen, but not of the EU. And on the other hand, um, yeah, there's no Irish flag. The UK flag was never here because they were never part of Schengen. And yeah, a few, a few other countries are missing as well. 
The monuments are placed between the museum on the one side and the river Moselle on the other side. While the Moselle water slowly flows towards Germany's north, the sun shines on the green vines in the back of the museum and all around Schengen. The village itself is in the three border point and is, well, in Luxembourg it's mostly known for its, for its winemaking culture, right? And the Schengen Castle, which is also um, a very nice building, especially the tower, which stems from the 14th century. And there was a very well-known visitor here, Mr. Um, Victor Hugo, who of course also played a role in, in the idea of European integration and democracy. Um, yeah, and then usually we take the people uh, to the shipping dock, to the, the dock where the treaty was actually signed, because it was signed on a ship on the Princess Maria Street. Cyclists and hikers use the sunny weather to spend an afternoon between water and vines. For Schengen, the signing of this important treaty contributed to the village's attractivity. Usually when we talk about European treaties, there are signings in big cities like Brussels, Rome and so on. But Schengen is really the exception and it was chosen for its uh, symbolic value and its, uh, its uh, placement also here in the three-border region between Luxembourg, France and Germany. Schengen is a tiny village, you have to know it, it only has about 700 inhabitants, but we receive around 50,000 people every year and also do quite a lot of tours. Now after Covid it has changed a little bit, people are more from the region, so French, German, Dutch people a lot, but there's also a lot of Turkish and uh, Chinese and other international tourists who come here. Visitors stop in Schengen on their hiking trails, which lead them across borders to France and Germany on their cycling tours that bring them from the French Vosges mountainous region to Koblenz in Germany, where the river Moselle flows into the Rhine. For Kim Dumont, who grew up in the village, Schengen is a special place. It has become a bit of a pilgrimage spot. People who who look for something like who look for I don't know, a place to to feel European, they come here to Schengen. Because it's a place where like people from all over the world come here and people from all over the world they also celebrate the achievement of open borders that we have. Um, yeah I think I think that makes Schengen quite special. Feel European in Schengen, that's today's recommendation for summer activities if you spend these last weeks of summer holiday in Luxembourg. That was Local Matters with Francisca Peschel every Tuesday to Thursday at 9.40 on City Radio, 102.9, 105.2, 87.8 and in our podcast on rscityradio.com.